on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. Today, we are discussing resources for American veterans. Over the course of the nation's history, the United States has declared war and fought in conflicts around the world, with more than 41 million Americans having fought for freedom. There are millions of veterans in the United States who proudly served their country. But are there enough services to help and support veterans, especially those who suffered atrocities during conflicts. To discuss, we're joined by U.S. Army veteran Rico Danielson. Thanks so much for joining us. So returning back home after serving can be a difficult time for veterans and their families. What resources are available to them? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the main resources, the VA, Veteran Affairs, and they have community resources within there, such as mental health services, homeless shelters, um, cash assistance, food, and whatnot. But the bigger support is found within the family. Um, we as veterans stick together and we stick together of our own kind. So understanding the, the warfighter mentality, understanding the soldier's mentality and developing that cohesive nature within your community, within your family is big helpful. I've seen a lot of veterans, including myself, go outside of our families and reach out to other fellow veterans and develop a cool community with those awesome resources. And then we help each other out. I've seen uh, organizations like the, the Gold Star Moms, uh, the Wounded Warrior Foundation, and also other organizations. There's so many. Uh, there's one Hometown Heroes in Arizona. Um, great organization. They helped me out a long time ago when I was going through my, my journey of uh, transitioning from being a uh, you know, military personnel all the way to veteran. In your experience as a veteran, what are some of the most common needs of those returning to civilian life after serving? So there's a big transition point of careers um, and finding purpose. I find myself, uh, I own my own business and I have my own stuff. It's, it's, you know, and I found myself wanting purpose and wanting to do cool things such as cybersecurity and protecting other people. And that's where I, that's where I found my passion. Uh, so if we, implement some sort of passion base, some sort of uh, forward thinking, uh, some sort of thing of interest, such as, you know, maybe law school or be a medic or something like that. Something to be of service for us as veterans to the community always helps out. And then on top of that, helping out each other um, and bringing forward the the innovation, you know, how can you contribute to the world and at the same time being a, an awesome family man? Sure. And how important are veteran-centered charities and how do they make up for maybe sometimes when the Department of Veterans Affairs or military falls short in addressing some of the needs? Yeah. So private organizations, I'll give you another one, um, Hometown Heroes and also Heroes of Hometown in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, they did a great organization. The VA has so many requests and all these bigger federal organizations have so many requests and you're four or five months out where these organizations, the privatized organizations actually have money on hand. They can give you food. They can give you shelter. They can hook you up with a job possibly and stuff like that. And it actually helps out the veteran get the traction that they need. Sometimes you don't need the full help. You just need a little push forward to get things going. And on the other aspect, sometimes you need a helping hand or handing up um, stuff like that. And in the same aspect, um, you know, empowering the veteran is always the biggest thing that private organizations does very well versus the VA.
Oh, great. And are there any opportunities that you see where maybe philanthropy and nonprofits could step up to tackle some of the challenges and needs that we were discussing? Yes, absolutely. So a lot of nonprofits have an opportunity and a big, big uh, power of uh, appointment of empowerment, especially in the cybersecurity area. There are three, three, uh, 30 million jobs that are unfilled right now that are within cybersecurity and veterans do so well at that job and do so amazing uh, because they know how to protect other people and do selfless service. So there's opportunities for nonprofit organizations to provide the training, to provide the interpersonal skills and to provide the know wherewithal of how to get into the cybersecurity career field and help the United States become and also sustain the technology powerhouse that it should be. And what do you think is maybe the most important criteria for donors when they're considering and evaluating uh, where they want to give to veteran center charities? Absolutely. That's a really good question. Accountability. The money that is being donated needs to be accounted for. And we need to show a ledger showing that, hey, this money is really going to a veteran. And it's truly going to the resources that they need, whether it's groceries, whether it's training, whether it's prenatal care or something like that. Uh, we need to be able to have a direct line to line item saying this is where the money went. I understand that there's operational costs that go along with these programs. But the same aspect, we should be able to be accountable for each dollars that come into us. Great. Well, Rico Danielson, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experiences. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.